2: This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. It feels more festive now.
0: You know, it's got that holiday flair It's going to
2: feel better in the month of December. In the month? The month of (laughs) December. In the month of December. Ugh. Did you bring the chestnuts? Are we not doing that until next week?
0: You know, that's my favorite Christmas song. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's it is. That's such a lame one. It's so calming to me. <laughs> I love that one. You know what? I always think about it. Uh, did you ever see that movie Catch Me If You Can? Tom Hanks, Leo DiCaprio. <laughs> you have it. Yeah I have it's just, you're It just plays in a very pivotal moment just... of the movie It makes me feel there's good there's inside there's yeah. there's Oh there's come there's on It you know, f- warms me
2: up just as much as this fire does One of my favorite Christmas songs is Christmas rapping by the waitresses Have you ever heard that no, song? No It's that really uppy one It's like Bah humbug deck the halls Christmas no, is the season God We'll do a whole Christmas episode A holiday episode We'll have to do a really road. special one For Christmas, the Christmas Eve game. That's right, that's right. Maybe we'll have some like jingle bells playing behind our fireplace. Oh, not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. We'll stock that away (laughs) for another day. Let's take a look at Week 13 action in the NFL. Bills Patriots last night. The Bills got to nine and three. The Pats are at five hundred six and six record on the year. Twenty four to ten win by the Bills. It was seven three Patriots at the end of the first quarter. And then it was just all Buffalo mm-hmm. from then on. They were in at the half with a 17-7 lead. And then after a score of the third, put up another touchdown in the fourth to win 24-10. The uh, Patriots adding a field goal. Bill's offense looked good. I think the main thing that people need to take into account isn't, oh, he only threw for 223 yards. So he only had two daddies. But he didn't throw any interceptions. And that's something that's mm-hmm. been really plaguing Josh Allen lately. And that's a team in New England that will turn the ball over on you every once in a while. Had that so fumble,
0: though, early, kind of early on. It was not, a great you had to
2: You had to stab him in the, in the stomach with that one. I got to humble the guy. But no interceptions is really big yes. for me because he's been getting into a bad habit of not just one but a couple interceptions a game and in really bad spots, too, mm-hmm. like in red zones, at the end of very long drives. I mean, they were probably going to win that Minnesota game had he not thrown that interception to Patrick Peterson a few weeks back, driving down the field in mean, the end zone. Well, so, yeah,
0: like, that's how football works. You're gonna Oh, s- thanks, smart guy. <laughs> I'm
2: just trying to prove the point that he stinks in the red zone lately and he throws a lot of picks, but not last night. No. And that's encouraging, even though the numbers weren't necessarily and, there.
0: And, you know, maybe this is a, a result of – People were giving the the Patriots too much credit. Probably Belichick too much credit. I mean, back-to-back weeks, you were six and four going into Thanksgiving. You were in position. You were in the playoffs, right? I believe they were the seventh seed, and then you play a playoff team in Minnesota and you lose. And then you play play your division rival in Buffalo and you lose. Now you're six and six, and you're you're on the outside looking. They're mid, right? They're just a mid-team. They're team. mid, yeah, they'll they beat, are. They'll beat other mid-teams. Jones mid teams. is mid. Yeah, they'll beat you other mid-teams. They're, had just, this they're conversation. just having a mid-off all over we the place. We had this conversation a lot last season, and you were very high on Mac Jones saying, how did the Patriots get this lucky? How it did they just, very get, accurate, how did they just get this guy right after Brady left? And I kept telling you, Tom, I think he was really overdraft. I think he was a little hyped up coming out of Bama because he had all his great weapons and, and great prote- protection on the offensive line while he was there at Bama. That team isn't going to be as good when he gets to New England and they weren't and they got they got torched. We all remember it was what many considered the perfect game played by Buffalo, right? Because they had no punts, no turnovers, all scoring drives, forced turnovers by New England. It was a perfect game played by Buffalo and here they are a year later 6-6 six and six, when it matters the most and they're 0-2 in the last two weeks. Yes, and I actually think Mac Jones is mid
2: now, but I also think that he's got a ability to be a playoff caliber quarterback if he's got that Alabama formula if he's got the team around him and last year I got the the coach he's got the he went from Saban to Belichick last year I think he kind of had the team around him he had a good running game and you know um, defensively they were good and Belichick was but yeah, I it think doesn't help
0: that Damien Harris has been on and off yes. the field. Ramondre Stevenson, good, but I think it works better with both of those guys available. I think it's kind of a case of they're the same team as last year, except they got a little bit worse. Mm-hmm. Everybody got a little bit older. People are more injured now the than they were last year. Are, the receivers are, are garbage. He has no really. one to throw to. And through. then the the tight ends that he had the two tight ends last year. I think one is gone. Um... And the, if not, then they're both not playing nearly as well as they did last
2: year. But the credit in this one goes to the Bills' defense, I think, because even though the offense put up 24 points and, you know, Allen didn't turn the ball over, they, after the touchdown, and it was a phenomenal first drive. He was like 5 for 6 for like 67 yards and a touchdown on Mac Jones' first drive. After that, it was nothing all game long. He I don't even think he got over 200 yards in the game, which is – crazy to think about after a great first day and 195 through the air 22 Mm -hmm. for 36 and all the damage really came on that just that one opening drive after that Bill's defense just completely stymied the New England Patriots and the beginning of the year we were really impressed with the Bill's offense but more so impressed with how great that Bill's defense was I think it's kind of sputtered a little bit hopefully it can get back on track to that elite status that it was playing at throughout most of the year it's going to be a problem, though, dealing without Vaughn Miller for the next four weeks, at least, as he was placed on IR a couple of days yeah. ago. So. I think,
0: though, that it was probably the right move. You save him for the playoffs. You get him back in yeah, time I for the post. the Steelers post. would
2: have made the right move with the Keller Withers, when it comes to that whatever. I think the Steelers sorry, are maybe— Sorry, sorry, sorry about that. It's I just, think the,
0: the Bills have a little more wiggle room, though, even though he's a big contributor to that team and, and a great leader for that team. I think they had a little more wiggle room to say, hey, we don't need Von Miller to keep winning these games. No, Super Bowl contenders
2: can survive right.
0: without their big players. And the, for ca- the crazy there. thing is that you're comparing, we are comparing Akella Witherspoon to Von Miller. There's a huge drop-off in talent there. And we're, and the Steelers are still allowing him to keep a roster spot. It's just a weird dynamic when the Bills are the team that have the better player and they're putting him on the IR to save him for the postseason. And it makes it so much sense. And the Steelers have... A significantly less than player, in Nikella Heller- Witherspoon, and for some reason, keeping a roster spot. Yeah, it's, just Open. Just, it's, just,
2: it's just the fact that he's been hurt for five weeks straight now. Right. So it's just, the timing wise makes you. The you ti- should have. Yeah, you hindsight have, makes you look really bad. Right. Right now. right. now with the Von Miller situation, Jeffrey Chidia does great work for the NFL Network, NFL.com. You can read his stuff. He was on with Mark a, a little bit ago, and we talked a little bit about Dallas and about how you know Cooper Rush keeping them afloat. Mm-hmm. He said, you know, with Super Bowl contenders. I think it can be really telling what happens when they lose a big player, how they respond to that. Do they rally? Do they continue to stay afloat? Do they survive? Or does it kind of, you know, make them go completely into the tank? So far, so good. They're one for one without him. This could, in a weird way, be a good thing for the Bills. They learn how to win without Von Miller. They learn how to survive without their biggest weapon in that pass rush. And then you throw them back into the fold in the playoffs. You spent this past Mm -hmm. four or five weeks learning how to do it successfully without him, and you get him back. Mm -hmm. So in a weird way, you never want to say losing one of your best players is a good thing,
0: but they can learn a lot of lessons about themselves without him out there. I mean, we knew how good this team was last year, right? They were one Travis Kelsey overtime touchdown away from possibly making to the AFC Championship game. They were one, let's put it this way, they were one possession away from – Getting, getting the ball back in overtime from getting to the AFC Championship game last year. And when they made when the announcement was made about the six-year deal for Von Miller that would take him into, what, his age 40 season, you and I were saying, geez, that's, that's a long commitment for a guy that old. But we saw his impact immediately. I mean, we all remember the week one game against the Rams. He was the player of that game. I think he had two sacks and a forced fumble or something like that. But I, I agree with the sentiment that this team is – this key, you can learn. Mo- even though you think you know the team, you can learn more about them with when you take away their best player. They can survive. They can look at themselves in the mirror, coming away from this Von Miller IR move, and say, "We're good. I mean, we're still really good without Von Miller." Yeah, and they
2: are still. They are. Yeah, very of course they good are. Without Von Miller, it'll be interesting
0: to see. Now that he's on the IR. It's it's next week I believe that the Bills and Dolphins play each other. Yes it is. That'll be a fun yes, game. Yes it is. In Buffalo. Let's flex that to Sunday night. Yeah, I, I wouldn't it wouldn't shock Please. me if it was because there's that's, no way at the beginning of the that's year That's 2 weeks away by the way. They play oh, the Jets. They play the, okay. the
2: Bills play the Jets
0: next okay. week. So another There's no game. way that that was one of the CBS protected games, right? They weren't looking at the beginning of the season saying, "Oh, we got it. Dolphins Bills." Yeah, right.
2: No one expected the Dolphins to be this good. Mm. Yeah, they play the that game hasn't even been assigned of time yet. It's still TV. So there you it's go. It's TBD. gonna be flexed. What's the Sunday night game? Patriots at Raiders. Oh get that out of here. Get that out of here. All the way out of, out of
0: here. No, no, thank you. That's a Thursday night game. Looking at uh
2: What's up, I'm John Wall.
0: And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're
2: now joined by three time NBA six man of the year. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sunday's slate of schedule the Packers and the Bears, the oldest rivalry in football. Rodgers owns the Bears at Soldier Field. He's won eight of the last nine there.
0: He'll probably win again. I don't think so.
2: Is Justin Fields playing? He is.
0: Oh, he's back?
2: I think he's back. Okay. He practiced in the past couple. Okay. I'm tempted to say, even without Justin Fields, they'd beat the Packers. No, I am not. Really? Because they, they. see their whole team? Because they
0: keep losing. He's their whole team. Even with with and without him, they've lost. I just think the Packers are in the
2: tank, man. They did say Rodgers is trending to play, which is surprising. That to me. doesn't
0: make a difference to me, to be honest.
2: I don't. I don't put a ton uh, of actually, stuff
0: Actually, you know, it would. If Rodgers
2: plays, I would say it's a Rodgers. Well, this is a rib injury that's plaguing him now, but I don't. Honestly, I think that the thumb injury that he's had all year, mm-hmm. and he actually came out and said a couple weeks ago that he's been playing through a broken thumb. That's obviously affecting him somewhat, right? Yeah. It has to be. Like, you no, ha- you have to put that in. Like, when we go into the off season and then talk about Rodgers and the Packers in 2023, that's got to be a part of your, your analysis, is that he's going to be healthier this year, mm-hmm. or at least you hope so. So that game's interesting. Let's talk about our puke bowl of the day Ugh. it's tough to pick one this week because there's a ton of really good games even the games with teams that are bad have intriguing storylines like the browns and the texans jump out at me but, but that might in. be the most intriguing yeah. storyline of the entire week because of just Tom, how
0: could i go out on a limb here and say maybe nationwide the pupil bowl is steelers falcons I can't believe you just you did. You have that. to look at it from a national perspective, wonder. yeah. You have to wonder. I think if the that's other the obvious choice is Jags line. Jags Lions. Jagged that's Lions. the only team, that's the only other game, Tom. Uh, quite frankly, Packers Pac- Bears. Packers Bears. Those are the only three games, Tom, where both teams are under 500. And I don't have any intrigue in them. Like, Broncos Ravens stinks, but I'm
2: interested in seeing if the Ravens continue
0: to struggle. Sorry, with there's a fourth. But it's also an intriguing game, kind of. It's Saints-Bucks. That's, uh, that's too big of a game to call it a puke bowl. No, but they're both under 500, So it's between the Steelers and Falcons, the Packers and the Bears, and the Jags and the Lions.
2: Where I'm, are you going? I'm giving it to the Jags, Jags and the
0: Lions. Lions. Yeah, I think that's the right choice.
2: I don't want to watch that game at all. I would rather no. I'll pass on It that
0: could one. be exciting. You know, a lot of offense. Definitely. High
2: scoring. Defense optional in I don't that know if game. Travis
0: Etienne is supposed to play in that game or not.
2: One, two, three, four, five, five games, six if you include last night's game. On this week's schedule, between teams that are at 500 or it. better.
0: That's what you want at this time of year in week 13.
2: And let's start with the big division game in the NFC Beast. The Commanders are at New York against the Giants. First
0: of two in as many as three weeks.
2: Two teams going in opposite directions, too. The Giants yeah, really starting are starting to stumble, and the Commanders are getting hot. So. You know what that
0: means? Giants are going to win this Giants game. Giants are going to win gonna by two, two, and two touchdowns. <laughs>
2: You're starting to see Chase Young get back into the fold now yeah, for the are. Commanders and get better as he plays himself back into game shape. I think this is one of the matchups that the Commanders actually might have a quarterback advantage in with the Green Lizard, Taylor Heineke. I am not a huge Danny Dimes believer. I think no, he's he a big be. reason holding so them back ones right also now.
0: kind of been falling off the rails a little bit these last couple of weeks.
2: He needs eight more yards to get to 1,000. Uh, so I mean, he'll yeah. probably get to an 1,000-yard rushing season in this game against Washington. But Yeah. If you had to pick a running back that's been more impactful in the past couple of weeks, it's Mr. Big Hat, Brian Robinson. for Brian the Robinson, yeah.
0: So I'll, let me let me do this for you. Ready? The last two weeks, or I'll go the three out of the last four because he had 152 yards against the Houston Texans, which is what you're supposed to do. Three out of the last four weeks, Tom, 20 carries, 53 yards. 15 carries, 22 yards. 11 carries, 39 yards. That's it for Saquon.
2: I think teams are starting to realize if we shut 26 down, the Giants it's struggle not, to score. And it's not
0: like earlier in the season, too, where he was also getting involved in the pass game. Each of the last four weeks on, he has yet he has not been able to exceed 14 yards through the air. So he, it's not like he's struggling on the ground, but he's getting involved in the pass. Three of the last four. And is it a coincidence, three of those four games, that he's rushed for 39, 22, and 53 yards? All losses.
2: I don't think it's coincidence at all. He's that straw that stirs their drink. Mm-hmm. I think teams are realizing that and starting to key more in on oh, him.
0: God, It just gets worse and worse the more you look at it. 3.5 yards per carry against the Cowboys, 1.5 yards per carry against the Lions, and 2.7 yards per carry against the Seahawks. Not good. Three games between the conferences
2: that are very intriguing. Uh, Jets, Vikings, Titans, Eagles, and then Niners, Dolphins, which I think is the big one. but. Let's start with the Jets and the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is a game that the Jets could win in Minnesota because I'm very interested in seeing how Sauce handles Justin Jefferson. And yeah. that's on a really tall order for a rookie, but I think this rookie's special. He's different from other rookies.
0: I almost said which rookie because... I, Sauce Gardner. I know, but Justin Jefferson is also so young. So young. And he's been around for so little time. So that, ma-
2: that, that might be the most intriguing one-on-one matchup of the week, is Gardner versus Jefferson. And if this Jets defense can figure out a way to slow this Vikings offense down, which I think is honestly just stopping Justin Jefferson is pretty much all you have to do. I kind of think Mike White's going to put up 20-plus points again. So this is— I
0: kind of witha- feel like the Jets are going to beat my Vikings. Why do I think that? This is, without a doubt, his biggest test in a long time. Well, going back to October, he's only had one test, and that was Stefan Diggs. And he did a decent job, kept him under 100 yards, only five catches on he the game. He got day. burned on that first play, I remember, and then it was shut out, out for the rest of the game. So this is— Dini de- 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 back to October, and, you know, it's a weird thing because the last— I was going to say the next biggest test for, for Sauce was against the Dolphins, but that was without Tua, and the Jets, burnt. if you remember, burned them, crushed the burned Dolphins. Them. But that was because Tua wasn't playing. Yeah, was so, Shaq Thompson they were Ty- Huh? They were playing right. Shaq Thompson. And, and, and so, obviously, Tyreek and Jalen Waddle weren't going to be as effective as they could have been with Tua on the field. So, you go from Stephon Diggs a couple of weeks ago, and now you have Justin Jefferson. That's the matchup. I think just league-wide offense versus defense to watch, right? Yeah,
2: I agree. I think it's it's my most intriguing matchup of the week, for sure. Another intriguing matchup, though, is that Eagles defensive front versus Derrick Henry and the Tennessee mm. Titans. Derrick Henry,
0: another running back who has kind of struggled the last <laughs> couple of weeks. He yeah. is
2: over the century or the 1,000-yard mark for the year, though. 1,048 yards on the season, 10 touchdowns. So I think he's
0: second behind only Josh, Josh Jacobs. Jacobs.
2: Another year where the King gets to 1,000 yards. I mean, he's going to the Hall of Fame, right? I mean, like... How could he not? Yeah, I mean he,
0: he he's a two thousand yard rusher.
2: Every year I expect him to slow down too, like immensely slow down. And I thought this might have been the year with his slow. He's start. not slowing down. No. He's not
0: it's not as it's not like a it's not a king like year, but he's not slowing down to the point where you think, Oh well, that's it. Normal shelf life for a running he's back not and a, he's it, done. You
2: just said it's not a king like year. He's Clearly a top three running back this year, <laughs> though. Great. Like that's clearly, just the expectation like, you have for him. He's not even like even remotely close to falling out of that top three range in either of our minds. But
0: you know he's capable of rushing for those two thousand yards in a given season, and just because he's not, you think, oh well, it's kind of a down year for him.
2: Uh, you can't see this in the studio right now, and uh, maybe this. Uh, I'm giving double middle fingers to the schedule flexor right now. I'm I'm both birds in the sky at him. Because at 4.05 on Fox, we have the Dolphins and the Niners, which I mm. think is the second most mm. intriguing game of the day behind Bengals Chiefs. Right,
0: yeah, which is also at 4.05. That 4.25, 4:25. that's 4:25, the right.
2: CBS game of the week. On Sunday Night Football, oh, we watched so the Colts mad. go and play the Cowboys. I know what you did here, Schedule Flexer. You like the Jersey matchup. No? no, well, I do, but that's not what he did. You love that star on the side of that yeah helmet, you, don't you? You, you just, you just can't flex the Dallas Cowboys,
0: can you? When they're eight, and you flex the Steelers out of it. Yeah, yeah. You flex, you flex the three diamonds out. You I mean, could have flexed the one star.
2: The Steelers were like three and eight, but eight.
0: What and are the Colts? What are the Colts? No, I know,
2: but I'm saying if the Cowboys are good, the Cowboys get their national TV play. Right, it's going to be a it's terrible because game. You know why? It's Micah because Michael Parsons might. End Matt Ryan's life in that game. I'm not even exaggerating. It's possible.
0: You know, it's it's probably because even though the Bengals are the better team and they're the not just this season, but they're the more intriguing team in the past couple of seasons because of Joe Burrow. Yeah, it's, it's not that It's not like the Steelers were eight and three and the Bengals were really bad. They would never flex that. That would have
2: stayed in. If it you was that, to, yeah. If the records were reversed on that Sunday night game, the Ste- it would have been a Sunday night. It was game.
0: because the Bengals were good and the Steelers were not. So you can't put a bad. Can't put a bad, good team in there. Like a bad, ch- like, good, recogni- good fan base yes, team in there. exactly. Uh, but Niners-Dolphins is... I mean, I uh, can't... McDaniel... The fact that we'll have to go back and forth, back and forth to watch those The games mentor is, versus the
2: protege. It's mm-hmm. the Is the apprentice going to become the master in this game? McDaniel and Shanahan? I don't know, but... Man, it. I can't wait to see the chess match because they're in each other's heads. Right. Th- they what Shanahan know. knows,
0: McDaniel was taught. Like, and Mc, what McDaniel does... Is Lauren from, from Shanahan. Jay-
2: they're the same kind of yeah. cut from the same cloth. So mm-hmm. it's going to be very interesting to see
0: uh, how that chess match matches yeah, up. Yeah, I'm excited for it. You know what's funny? I'll I'll, I'll take your master and apprentice or, or teacher and apprentice metaphor. Apply it to Chiefs Bengals. But who's the master and who's the apprentice here? I don't know. Do you put Burrow as the master? Because he's... He's 2-0 against Mahomes? See, that's not a master practice I get it. Thing, I get Burrow it. I know you go and it. learn at the foot of right, Mahomes. Right, I know he's
2: It's more of a, is Burrow Mahomes' daddy kind of right. thing. Uh, because I saw a lot of Chiefs fans. First of all, the exchange between Justin Reed and Jamar Chase on Twitter, did you see that? I did not, no. Justin Reed said he was going to, from the Chiefs' safety, Justin Reed said he going to lock up the Cincinnati wide receivers. I'm sure. And there was a little bit of a back and forth, and then Jamar Chase got involved, and he said, can tuna, and had like a zip it shut kind of emoji. Woo! I would take Jamar Chase maybe in fantasy this week if you can. I don't think you need to give that guy any extra motivation. But my point was, that exchange was happening. I love a little back and forth verbal jousting on Twitter between these two Super Bowl contenders sure, yeah. from the AFC as they play. But all these Chiefs fans were like... Nah, man, the Chiefs are gonna roll them. Nah, it's the Chiefs. It's the Chiefs. And I'm sitting there, and I never reply to random people, but I had it typed out, Jacob. I was like, and they were like, Mahomes, and they just own every team. And I was like, are we forgetting that Burrow has beaten them twice in a row, and one of them being and in the it, AFC in Championship season,
0: game? In, in his one season that he's really played as it, an
2: NFL quarterback, it's like this: Ah, uh, we got uh, Bengals receivers don't worry us. The Bengals don't worry us. We're the big bad Chiefs. It's like. Dude, if there's a team that's kind of emerging as a have your number type of team, it's Cincinnati. The Chiefs over the or the, the Bengals, Bengals over, over the Chiefs. Chiefs, yeah. And the sample size isn't there yet, but if they win a third straight game again, all oh of a sudden my it's God. Like, does Burrow just have some? Is Burrow gonna beat to Mahomes what Brady was demanding? It's
0: confirmed that Jamar Chase is playing, right? Yes.
2: I mean, he just told Justin Reed he's gonna be can't right. it, right? I could see Burrow being the Brady to Mahomes' Manning, where it's just like Mahomes they both is all the have talent. good careers. Mahomes yeah, is, if you had to just you know blindly pick a quarterback who's more skilled and better, it's Mahomes. Burrow beats him for some right. reason. Manning was you know better than Brady at
0: playing quarterback. Yeah. He did. I mean, his, his ability to read defenses, make the ball. He was
2: probably the best quarterback of all time. Like as when you, far when as you just playing like a, the position. a
0: dictionary definition of quarterback. You want Peyton Manning's. Photo next to him. He would be my picture, yeah. yes.
2: Whereas Brady just beat him. He's just a winner. He's just a he's winner. Just winner. And that's kind of where I think Burrow falls into that category, too. Although Burrow puts up Although amazing. Burrow numbers is, too. yeah, really great. Well, Brady did too, to be fair. But oh, yeah, like, sure, for sure. I mean, he's the all time leader in touchdowns and. Every record, basically, well, he played
0: the eighty, but still touchdowns, yards, everything.
2: Uh, I actually think that the Bengals are going to lose this game, interesting against Kansas City, but I think it's going to be really close, and maybe we'll get to that in our triple play a little bit gonna, later. Do we we'll add- get to that in one second here because I wanted to. Browns are playing the Texans, Deshaun Watson game, mm-hmm. it's disgusting. I, I hope they lose. I hope the Texans beat them. I, Absolutely, I'm not even going to sugarcoat that. No, I, and not I hope at all. he. Not, and to be honest with you, I hope he looks terrible. I hope he throws a couple pick sixes, so I. and I hope he stinks at quarterback and. I can laugh and laugh and laugh. Broncos at Ravens. The Ravens are going to win this game. They're going to get to 8-4. and four. It's going to be
0: close. It's going
2: to be close. It is going to be close. That and it's Broncos going to be low scoring. is going to contain Lamar. Agreed. It's going to be close. It's going to be low scoring. Unless the team has completely quit on Russell Wilson, which we kind of saw. And they just say, we're not, we're not going to get you try. fired. Yeah, like, we can get you just out of Denver. Yeah, like our defense isn't even going to try this game because mm-hmm. you've been so pathetic. And we just tucked about the Bengals and the Chiefs. So that makes up your AFC North matchups for the week. Let's get into our triple play picks. I Do went 3 and 0 last yeah, week. Yeah, I know you did pretty well. I'm 20-15-1 i You're trending in the right, to right make direction some people yeah. some money
0: on the year. I'm not doing so hot. You
2: were 1 and 2 last week. Yeah. You are now 15-20-1 uh, on the season. Thanks. Since I won the week, I make the first pick. That's how it goes. I am going to pick the Bears at plus 3 to Beat the Packers outright, but I'll take the plus three points as well at home. I think they end the streak of Rodgers coming into Soldier Field and tormenting them. I think the Bears, with be he- Justin Fields, not healthy, but a healthy enough, Justin Fields get the win.
0: Mm. See, Tom, you know, we always struggle because you say well, it's bad team versus bad team. You never know which team to trust. And when it's a good team, you just want a good game and you have no idea. You really can't decide who's going to win. Oh, man. I will say for my first pick, because it's really hard to look around and really see something that I can have confidence in, I'm going to go Chargers plus one. Can you believe that? Chargers plus one. You should believe that because you don't have I, much faith in the Chargers. I, I don't, but I guess the Raiders They team, score a lot of
2: points, Vegas. I think that's where. I guess. And they did just beat Seattle. Yeah, the, the Raiders are a team that's dangerous, even though they're against. bad, because yeah. Carr and Adams and Jacobs like they, they have go really off. good players right. on offense. I don't know, that is a weird one. You're gonna take the Chargers though, huh? Uh-huh. Okay, I'm gonna go with Detroit plus one on my second pick. Okay, I, I think they'll beat the li- I, I think they'll beat the Jags straight up okay. at home. Um, Alliance play really good, good football every week. I mean, they could have beat the Bills on Thanksgiving. Maybe yeah. if their coach managed the clock a little bit better, they would have won that game in overtime. But part of it too is not manage- sure, absolutely. not giving Josh Allen fourteen seconds absolutely. to get a field goal on the board. Absolutely. So I think the Lions take care of business at home, the T C B game and get a uh, a yeah. win.
0: Uh for my next one I'm going Monday night. Going Bucks minus three and a half. Ooh, I don't know if I like that. Really? I think the Saints might beat them. See I don't. I, I think the Bucks I know that the, the Niners have a great defense. The Bucks defense is still solid as ever. I'm almost ready to pull the plug on the Bucks though. It just every week. So we're waiting... gonna we're you gonna you're gonna pull the plug. But are you gonna pull the put the plug back in? Yeah, when they make the playoffs, I will. But no, like,
2: for like the Saints or the Falcons or I don't know, man. Can I just go no plug? Can we just kill that division off and not have none of them make the team? None of them make the playoffs, because I, I just every week I'm waiting for them to fix it. And I thought after the bye week was perfect. They get healthy and they'll be back. And then they just look like crap against the Browns again. So. I'm just, although, I will give you this on this on your pick here. The Saints are not as good of a team on the road as they are at home. No. So. I mean,
0: again, they lost 13-0 against the Bucks. The Niners. Uh, yeah, the Niners, sorry. And my final triple play pick, I kind of
2: tease this. I'm taking the Chiefs minus two. Mm-hmm. I think they'll beat the Bengals by a field goal in Cincinnati.
0: I – I, But it's going to be a great game. Don't get me wrong. It's going to be – it's all I care about. That's why I'm not picking it because I don't want to have so much invested in it. I just want a great game. Um – but okay. I don't I'm just I'm gonna be loving watching that game alongside Dolphins and Niners, which I'm also not picking. My last pick, I've been going in this direction for a while. I'm going Pittsburgh plus one. Nice. Or Pittsburgh minus one, sorry. Yeah, yeah, Pittsburgh minus one. I think they, could do, think I think they could do I think they could do it. Yeah, I think they could do just that. Yeah, I mean, hey, if they win, you're
2: guaranteed at least a push, right? Because if they win by one point, then mm-hmm. you get a tie. I get Your second it, yeah. tie of the year on the gambling picks. Steelers prediction time. I think this is going to be the best game of the year for uh, your Steelers. So are, you are you ready get, for this? Are you 23 ready for points? This? No, buddy. <laughs> you're even going more. over. You're going over to 30. I've got the Steelers winning this game 31 to 13. Wow. I think it's going to be
0: their most complete performance of the year. I'm not going to go that high. I'll go Steelers 27, so almost. Three touchdowns. three touchdowns, three touchdowns, three touchdowns for the Steelers at twenty-seven, and I'll go Falcons seventeen.
2: Seventeen. There it is. I just, you see, I was. kind of did. Your mind well, there. you, you're me going with an S. I did, but it could have been sixteen. Did you miss any of our show today? You can download full episodes of our SNR podcasts, like The Drive, in the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, Steelers Blitz with Wes and Moats, our show here, The Steelers Standard and many more. They're all available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. We just previewed it for you. It's a fun week of NFL football, so enjoy watching it. Steelers are going to kick the Falcons' ass on Sunday. That's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, they're going to. Yeah. Oh, they're going to. That's going to be a ton of fun. They're going to get their third win post by. Things are going to start to roll in the right direction for your Steelers. So enjoy it. Enjoy Conference Championship Weekend tomorrow, starting tonight, actually, with the USC and Utah game. So, so much great football. It's December now, baby. We're racking those amps up to 11 now, man. This thing is all full speed ahead, and we can't wait to watch it. Thanks for listening to us. We'll be back again next week to recap it all. He's Jacob Recht. I'm Tom Opferman. This is the Steeler Standard.